Hey, folks, we're back. We took a little trip this weekend. We went to uh, North Carolina. We were going to record. We, I had all these big plans. I brought a mic. I was all excited. You guys didn't record anything down there? No. You doofuses. We went to a brewery. We were going to record there. We, we Like Friday night, it was late, and we, and we looked at each other, and we were like, oh, we should have been recording. Yeah. We, were, we were dropping some just gold nuggets yeah. all night. <laughs> And we're like, oh, we should be recording right now because this is amazing. Recordings or it didn't happen. Well, maybe some of it shouldn't have been recorded and shouldn't have happened. Um, So I got Adrian, I got Barry, I got Joe. Scott's missing big surprise. I mean, he's not scouting anymore, but he's whirly balling or something. Sometimes I question if Scott cares. I am also questioning his care level. Uh, Let's talk about him while he's not here. Well, to be fair, whirly ball is kind of fun. It really is. But to be fair, this bet, is more important. I bet Scott's good at whirly ball, too. He's got them long arms. To be yeah. fair, I've never whirly balled. <gasps> you would what? enjoy it, Scott. You would uh, enjoy it, Joe. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to yeah. take care of that. that that'll be an outing it's fun. the next month. Yep. All right. Barry, we did a VR over the uh, Thanksgiving break. We went to, like, the fully immersive one. Yeah. It it's was super awesome. fun. I would do that, too. Uh, we're gonna we're fun. gonna have to put together because you can do like eight people at a time. So mm, that would be awesome. We could do that. What was the nature of the activity? Uh, ours was zombies. Oh, zombies! Shoots shooting zombies. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to you know you move around your environment and you know you, you know where people are so you don't hit anybody and if you move towards a wall it lets you know. So you're basically just I mean, you had to climb up stuff at some point. It was weird. That was at Thanksgiving with all the people you had yeah, over. Yeah. Okay, cool. Did could Dom you, did Dom play? Yeah. Did he enjoy it? He did. Awesome. Well, you- I, I hate gaming. I really hate gaming. And when I got there, I was really underwhelmed looking from the outside until you're actually inside. And then and you're then, like, on your six. And at one point, I was literally screaming. Because you're excited? No, because there was a zombie like right behind me. I turned it around and it was standing right there. Can you pick your own avatar for that one? No. Uh, they, they they must pick them for you. They did, but they... They, did. like, profile you without yeah. being kind of jerky about so it. So I'd be an attractive large male. <laughs> yeah. I was Robert Downey Jr. You were really? No. <laughs> but I, that would be appropriate. I was okay with what was chosen for me. It wasn't offensive. I, I'm, I'm always surprised when I've done... I've done the VR thing, like, three, four times in my life. I'm always surprised, like, uh, you really... It, it feels real. It, yeah. it actually feels real. It's, and I never thought that that would be the case. Like, I thought it would be just like, okay, I know I have a helmet on. But, like, there, there's one where you you walk out on, like, a, a you walk the plank off this sky, skyscraper. You've yeah, probably yeah. done that one. Yeah. Like, I literally felt like I was going to fall, fall to my death. Yeah. You sort of had to do that in this one. You had to jump on a helicopter yeah. at one point. Adrian was like, I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. No, I made whoever. I forget who was with us. Was it Carol? Yeah, Carol was with Carol. us. I told Carol she had to go ahead of me. Like, you jump first. Yeah. It was fun. So how's everybody been? I feel like it's been forever. I'm amazing. I, I had feel, a great weekend. I will say, I feel like the kids sit, bailed us out. <laughs> oh, for those two weeks? Yes. Yeah, they, they, they did. How so? Uh, just they Because I wasn't pushing them to do it. And then at one point they were like, when are we going to get to do the podcast? Oh, okay. Because Adrian said, you should put away the equipment. They're not going to do it. They're not going to want it. But they were like, we want to do it. Yeah. So the first... Four went on, and then the other kids were like, "Well, we want to go too." Um, so it worked out really well. They were uh, they were entertaining. Barry, did you not listen? To it? 
<laughs> I knew as soon as I said that, I was like, I just uh, totally outed myself. Uh, oh, Barry. <laughs> Barry, you, you, I will tell you, I, I haven't listened to all of them yet either, yeah. but you'll enjoy yourself. And, and Dominic like is like, Every question I asked, he had an answer right away. I love like, it. And, it. and his token response was, here's the thing. <laughs> and then he had an answer. I will listen now. I can listen to Dom all day, <laughs> even if he doesn't say funny things. I had, I had multiple people say that, just like they could listen to Dominic all day. I wish I could answer a question as concise and clearly as Dom can. Mm-hmm. He should make a good lawyer for the, just for that reason. I, I'd like when he, I ask him a question, I know what he's thinking. I know what he's saying. And I don't have to, like, I don't know. See, I can't even do it right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So what have you been up to? Me? Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving was good. Yeah? Yeah. We went over the in-laws. You know, it's it's always fun. Just eat, you stuff your face and watch football all day. It's good. Yeah. So do you... I lost every bet that I placed on, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> did, it ruin, did it ruin your Thanksgiving at all? I, it was only like 30 bucks. Three bets, three games, lost all three. Speaking of that, uh, DraftKings is coming to Ohio soon. January so 1st. Use code BLINDSIDED for $100 <laughs> off your first DraftKings order. Yeah, and call me for your complimentary picks. <laughs> Yeah, it was fun. Same here. I mean, having the whole family here was just a blast. Sounds like it was great. Yeah. We rented a lake house, and it was just the four of us, my wife and my son and my daughter. And so we made Thanksgiving dinner there, and it was, everything was out of a box or a can. Oh. Like, there was nothing besides the, the turkey. And even then, it was just pieces of turkey. Like, we took a breast that we've got at Heinen's and a leg or whatever. Did you, Heinen's. Did you put everything in a cooler and... Yeah. Okay. Heinen's, when you don't want to... Bag your own groceries <laughs> and bring them to your car. Oh, those fancy yep. floors. All right. Use uh, code bl- <laughs> use code word blindsided at your checkout at Heinen's for ten percent off. But it was, you know what? It took me maybe twenty minutes. I mean, I, I put the turkey in, but that took like maybe five minutes. I didn't brine it too much or anything. Just rubbed it with some stuff. But it probably took twenty minutes to make dinner, and I had it, and then we ate it, and I was like. This was just as good as yeah. a three or four hour in the kitchen. Can't get away. Yeah. Everybody so. says that, including a feral cat, until they have Uncle Kevin's turkey. <laughs> well, and to be fair, we don't even put in 20 or 30 minutes into Uncle Kevin's turkey. So yeah. we're just, we're served. So. I got a funny Thanksgiving story. Not from this Thanksgiving, but a few, a couple of Thanksgivings ago. I got, just got two stories. Oh, so, are both of them funny? Pretty funny. We'll see. <laughs> so. <laughs> I got one of those big, easy infrared turkey cookers. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those. I love the thing because it cooks it, the turkey really fast. From taking it out of the package, thawed out, to being ready for the table, it's the fastest. It's even faster than frying. Okay. So I love the thing. So one year we cooked the turkey, and then I put the thing back in the car, and somebody washed the inside of it but didn't clear. There's like a grease tray that sits in the bottom. Uh-huh. That grease tray did not get cleaned out for an entire year. <laughs> so to make matters worse, I lo- I took it out of the garage and I put it in my wife's car and it tipped over. <laughs> and so that 
nuclear poop smell. It was the worst thing I've ever smelled in my entire life. And it was in, it was in Joni's car. It was it was horrendous. Ooh. Yeah, it did, ruined that car. Did you fess up or did you just pretend like it didn't happen? <laughs> it was impossible. And then go in and go, oh my God, Joni, what the hell died in here? Is there a dead body in the backseat? <laughs> So what I did was I go in and I tell the whole fa- I tell the whole family, my in-laws, my brother-in-law, his wife, his kids. I'm like, listen, I made a mistake. Okay. I put the worst thing in Aunt Joni's car, and it's the dis- most disgusting thing I've ever smelled in my life. And I'm sorry. That you get great idea. So you took the sting out. Because you're like, if you see Aunt Joni and me. <laughs> There's some tension between us. This is the reason why, folks. We're not getting divorced. That's what I did. That's what I did. Yeah. She's a little mad. Yeah. If she's, if she's short with you, it's because of me. Okay. So that's my first story. All right. Second story is when I was a teenager, I went. To, I always went to my grandmother's in Detroit for for Thanksgiving for thirty years. I did that. Where at in Detroit? She lived in Farmington Hills. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my my dad grew up on the um, east side, uh, uh, yeah. So th- he's from there, and so we would go see his mom every every year at Thanksgiving. Anyway, so one year, my dad's sister's husband's dad's mom's boyfriend. Hold on, pause. <laughs> I got I got to draw a map. Sisters. Husbands. No, moms. Dad's sisters. sisters moms. moms. So was. Why isn't it dad's, dad's mom? Sisters. Were they step or half? Dad's I'm sorry. Sisters. My dad's sister's <laughs> husband's mom. My dad's sister. So my uncle's mom. Husband's mom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My Got uncle's it. mom's boyfriend. That would have been easier to say my uncle's mom's. Yeah. My uncle's okay. gonna be the name of my next band, Uncle's Mom's yeah. Boyfriend. <laughs> my uncle's mom's boyfriend came to Thanksgiving dinner. And I had never seen this guy before in my life, never met him before. Talked to him a couple times uh, at that that night. And he drank a lot of wine before dinner. Mm. Wine. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As my family is prone to do. Okay, so <laughs> we sit down to dinner, ate dinner. It was fabulous. My grandmother did, always did a fantastic job. And right at the end of, end of the dinner, my aunt and my grandmother cleared the table. And this guy, all of a sudden, he pushes himself away from the table and pukes. <laughs> <laughs> But he put his hand in front of his face. Oh, it's the, the worst. worst move. And literally, the puke hit the ceiling. That is not an exaggeration. It hit the ceiling of the dining room that we were in. <laughs> and the funny part was, I never saw that guy again ever in my entire life. Never saw him again ever. <laughs> oh, man. That's the worst. The hand over the mouth. Yeah, it put, never yeah. works. He covers his hand. He put what? his hand in front of his mouth, which just created a shoot for yeah. the puke to go straight up in the air. We managed to get through Thanksgiving week with a whole bunch of twenty somethings in the house, and not one pu- person puked. Mm, I heard puking uh, night of Mavis Winkles. <laughs> you think? No one owned up to it, but I heard a uh, female puking. I swear there was no puking, but yep, we shut down that joint. It, it, you know what's fun about Mavis Winkle karaoke every year with 30 of us there is there's always like four or five regulars there. Right. And they're like, what are all these people doing here? Right. And then it's like they do a song and then they're just like, well, I guess I'm leaving. <laughs> what did Disco Ron, was Disco Ron there? He was. He's my beginning. favorite. Yeah. So they probably think the same thing that we think when there's a big rotation. We're like, what the fuck is this big rotation yeah. for? Yeah. 
That's a good but point. I look forward to watching the people's faces as I realize, like, yeah, I'm it, leaving. It dawns on them. I got a question. So if, if you're the lady in charge of the karaoke, how do you manage that? Do you just do one person, one song, and then go to the next person? Yeah. Usually. Okay. But here was the great thing. So my my family has found a loophole, which they like to exploit, which is I'm not going to just sing this song by myself. I'm going to sing it with someone else. So Zach, God bless him, I guess. So we're in the first rotation and uh, Lisa, the karaoke DJ comes up and she goes, uh, is Zach one of your guys? And I'm like, yep. And and she's like, there's not more than one Zach here. And I'm like, nope. No. And she's like, he's got like 30 songs in and, but he's got them all with different people. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, Lisa, this is your jam. Let it ride. You don't have to, you put Zach in whenever you want to put Zach in. And we understand that, you know, so yeah, I mean, but you know, people were like I sang, but then I sang with Adrian and you know, and she was putting me in because, but this is also why Zach's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, in the real world. Yeah, he always was, finding loopholes. Yeah, it was funny. Much respect to the loophole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody's phone. Not me. You need to take it. It was Joe. Joe, you need to take that. Um, no. So I did have. I was gonna do something with Adrian. Uh, I have to text her. Ooh. But uh, do I want to know? <laughs> yeah. Get um, a bedroom. It's pretty much. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can do it in order. Uh, as I told you guys, I was bored one day and I was like engaging with people on Instagram who message you and are like, Oh, hi, you're cute. Those are funny. So they're either bots, right? Or they're people trying to get either their only fan pages. So Wait, I was, can, can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. So in my Instagram, I get all these requests for people to follow know, you, friend me or follow yeah. me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is there harm in allowing them following you? I let them follow me until they, there's no harm in them following you. Yeah. I mean, so I can't get hacked or anything. No, no, I wouldn't think so. How about if I follow them? Um, I don't bother to follow them Okay. just cause I don't know, want to know what they're doing, but I figured Adrian, I could read it. Adrian, you're, <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the blue and you're, you're doing the uh, other, the other words and we could just do it as a fun little act. I like this. Am I, am I starting at the top? You start with hi. Okay. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> Terrible. I died. Oh, angel emoji. Where are you from? When I was alive, a place called Muwanti. It was a cave in a volcano. Now that I died, hell. Cool. <laughs> are you married or about to kids? Or about to kids? Yeah, that's a good one. Hold on. I have to go to my... I'm thinking... She sounds very open-minded. Yes, I'm married to three people and have 52 kids, one for each week of the year. And I'm about to have more if the store isn't out, isn't out because of the holidays. I'm not cheating, however, as I can travel the multiverse and each wife is in a different one. How about you? I'm single with no kids, but I've been in a serious relationship before. But I was hurt and oh. I don't want that to happen to me anymore. You would never do that, Andy. <laughs> and one of my neighbors introduced True. me to here a few weeks ago. Oh no, hurt? Did you calm down the stairs? Maybe only live in a single story house. If I can find my soulmate and trustful person to spend me the rest of my life 
with forever. My neighbors introduced me to here as well. I was out mowing the lawn and he said, hey, neighbor, you should go on Instagram. Obviously, this was before I died. Can I have any of your pictures? This was me when I was alive. People say I look like Robert Pattinson. And I posted a picture of Robert Pattinson. You looking nice. Thank you. I'm Batman, too. Welcome. (laughs) And Kimberly. Am Sam, I am. (laughs) Is there any other app you know that will continue our conversation there? Because my Instagram will soon shut down. I don't have money to pay for internet connection. That's why. Oh, no. The internet is so expensive. I use Quibi, but I think it requires internet. Let me write you a check. (laughs) Yes. I'm using Wi-Fi and and paying for it weekly. Weekly? You must be rich. I have to pay hourly. (laughs) And broke now. I've not paid for it since three weeks now. And they're ready to shut down my internet connection soon. Are you using iPhone or Android? I have a BlackBerry. I can't afford an iPhone or Android. You have me a good phone. BlackBerry will okay. What kind of phone do you got? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really want to talk to you about something but I don't know how you will feel about it. But with all the hopes and faith, your heart will be so cheerful to listen and know how I truly feel about it. Well, hopefully Beautiful. we can talk quick as my hour of internet will end much soonly and I am looking for much money. Same. That's why I wanted to ask you dead. <laughs> what? If you can help me with little amount that you have for me. That escalated quickly. I was going to ask the same. Being dead stinks. I wish to be alive. If you will, give me little amount. If only. I will try and find money in this water fountain. Um, something got cut off. So something about truly a feel She about says it. thanks. Yeah, so well, hopefully, as the next time I say something. You just say thanks. Thanks. Oh. I went to the fountain but only got 37 pennies. Got it. <laughs> and then she stopped talking to Man, me. You were broke. That is... If that's what it means by following these, letting these people follow me all day long. All day long. Because Adrian's like, why are you engaging these people? I'm like, I need stuff for the podcast. <laughs> Next week, we'll do the other one I talked to. All right. Can you basically assume that was a bot? I don't know. No, so Dominic gets in a lot of internet fights, and, yeah. and I swear it's political bots. And the, they're pretty like, articulate. The, the one next week is not a bot because she got mad by the end. I, like they didn't even acknowledge the fact that he's dead or from hell or like right 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 yeah <laughs> maybe Joe I don't know I would have I would have guessed that it was just some somebody in a like a call center type situation where they're trying to yes you know catfish people and finagle money out of people all, all day long yeah do you think that they're trained to like ignore like the extreme stuff that he was talking about like the, I'm dead and I've got 52 kids and I've got a that all they know is they got a real person on the other end of the line. I think that's all they care about. Yeah. 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 Good job, Adrian. That was yeah. very nice. The grammar was amazing in that. I, I kept lowering my grammar more and more as I went on. I admired the ability with which you read the poor grammar as if you wrote it yourself. Right. Unrehearsed. Exactly. That was unrehearsed. That yeah. was very nice. I mean, it's, it's years of reading the children's you know, first drafts of papers. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to continue to engage with these kinds of people because it's do. fun. Next week, we'll be talking about uh, Three's Company. 
She got mad after a while. <laughs> Anyways. Jack Tripper. Uh, oh, that's right. I was. We talked about yes. that. And I, Larry Dallas. Yep. Love that guy. Uh, I had something else. Adrian and I went to Philadelphia, and uh, she wanted to go visit some places. And one of the places we visited was the art museum. And you know what I realized? Art's a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, my she, my favorite part was just going through and commentating, which I should have recorded because, I mean, there was like one exhibit where it was just like two pieces of construction paper mm-hmm. with like a black outline on it. And they were like, well, wow, what the artist has done here is amazing. Playing with the contrast between uh, the, the, the racial movement of the 60s and, and today's uh, tension in uh, modern politics. And I was like, it's fucking construction paper. It is. So are you going to talk about Matisse? Oh, yeah. Can I, can I bring up? Oh, you okay. can bring up Matisse. So, <clears throat> so my sister really loved Matisse and always had prints in, in every house she's ever lived well, Who in. doesn't right. love Matisse? And, um, He's an impressionist, French impressionist. Yeah. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, Shut um, up, Barry. You knew that? <laughs> oh, Barry. You, I wish I had my sound <laughs> effects. So, so anyway, um, so Matisse happens to have an exhibit at the Philadelphia Art Museum over there. And so I'm like, you know, shout out to my sister. I don't know a lot about Matisse, but we should we should go. So oh, I know everything. You should ask Barry. <laughs> oh, what do you, What do you know about Matisse? He's a French impressionist. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does he use as his primary inspiration? Um, oh, you could take a good guess on this one. People in parks. French impressionist. Uh, French. What does he like to draw? Food. Okay, mm, so that's a good guess. Not there. <laughs> yeah. Um. He really, really, naked really, ladies. Really oh, you got naked it. Ladies. Naked ladies. Naked oh ladies, my god. Naked ladies. Naked ladies. <laughs> so, Why did I close the soundboard? <laughs> so we're we're walking around. I could tell with the because it was the enthusiasm the when you said really, really, really like naked ladies. Um, really likes them. I, really, I, like I too enjoy naked ladies. Rooms and rooms and rooms of naked ladies. And so we're we're walking around, and and most of the people that were observing with us, most people who had come to see the exhibit, I'm guessing average age seventy five. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like the same thing. Like, oh, look at it. And, and wow, they're, he's they're really playing with light. And really and... like studying the naked ladies. And and Andy and I are walking through, and I'm like, I'm like, what do I not know about my sister? <laughs> Right? That's the whole time I'm like, and, and I know she's not listening to this right now, but I'm like, are you gay? <laughs> maybe she, she maybe she likes the naked and ladies. I was like, tee boobies. Do you have to be gay to appreciate a painting of a naked woman? No, no, I'm I'm not gay. And, and I I do believe there's some really nice art out there. But yeah, but there's but also a lot of nonsense. I it, wish I could show you some of the nonsense that people were passing it, off as art. Was it realistic? paintings or was it like abstract like this yes all. yeah it's both it was both nice. i almost had you guys draw a matisse because to me i was like <clears throat> i could draw that <laughs> it's just boobs and boobs and boobs there, and boobs there and was one art go ahead go ahead there <laughs> that's what i would draw i mean yeah. i maybe i'm a french impressionist and Circle i don't even know dot <laughs> booby <laughs> Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't venture into drawing anything outside of that. I just want to imagine Matisse going, <laughs> I can't believe people are taking this serious. And then like getting all these women to come in. Yeah, that's right. I'm an artist. Uh-huh. Open-minded female needed for uh, artistic study. Push them together a little bit. I need to see them together. Yeah, that's it. We and had so, a we, we. we had a Rembrandt print outside in our hallway for a while, and it was of a naked lady. 
thing. So Karen was like, you know, we're going to be classy. We're going to put this Rembrandt print. So classy. And it was right outside Aiden's room. And I was like, Karen, you you don't want to put that outside Aiden's room. Right. She's like, why? I was like, because it's the naked woman. (laughs) She's like, what? I was like, he's a boy. She's like, I I don't get it. I was like, Karen. Yeah. Might as well just slip a Sears catalog in front of him. Exactly. National Geographic. (laughs) Boys are going (laughs) to... Pleasure themselves to anything they can. So, so after we go through the Matisse exhibit, and we actually spend as much time observing the naked ladies as the old people who are observing the naked ladies, which was equally as fascinating. We ended up in an exhibit of macho ma- men, ma- masculinity yeah. in American and Danish art. Yeah. So, very specifically, <laughs> Danes. And uh, in the U.S. And when you think of masculinity, it's not what yeah. you think. So, yeah, I, we're, we're I, was, like, gay. I was like, uh, how many people can I get to give me side eye as I make commentary? So I was like, oh, masculine. This obviously is an exhibit about me. And then the first exhibit we come to is some guy with his head in another guy's lap. And I'm like, that's not very manly. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. That's cool. I'm cool with it. So that was that was our trip. That was our day trip yeah. to the uh, Philadelphia Museum. I mean, the one exhibit was just pages from a book that had been blacked out, <laughs> and it was like, "Oh, the artist has really taken a big risk here." Yeah, I mean, ooh. do you remember that what that was though? It had to do with slavery, right? No, it just it was um, all the words that were written by African Americans. Oh, so they blacked out anything that African American yeah. had written, and the rest was left for Caucasians. So there was actually a political statement in that. I know, but still, it's not art. Yeah, That's somebody with a black pen (laughs) crossing stuff out. I think you could call it vandalism in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. I too have a cynical view of art. And, you know, when you hear the actual explanation, a lot of songwriters will never tell you what right. their song is supposed to mean. And I think that artists should probably do the same. And I think that to, you know, to a large extent they do, they want you to interpret for yourself. And, but most of the time when you hear the actual explanation, you're like, that's it. Yeah, I get it. But like, so what? Mm-hmm. So, so part, I think part of the game is to have your own interpretation of what, of what, what it is. Agreed. And, and some of the art I looked at, I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you feel something from it. Right. Yeah. Or gives you a a, 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 re- a response, but definitely for music for me. Um, but a lot of it was just like I put a frame around a, 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 a like a stencil, right? He just drew a line. Right. Ah, pretty brilliant. Yeah, Cleveland Museum of Art. There's tons of stuff like that where it's just just stripes, and it's supposed yeah. to be some you know magical like you know momentous work of art. I just I don't understand it. I'm sure it is for people who get it. But for me, it's not. Yeah. I, I, I'm stupid like that. But for all that, we had a good time. And we did come up with a new term, though, because there was a painting of horses all sort of doing it. So I called that a uh, horsegasm. That's true. <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We also um, came across clearly a family that was donating a recently uh-huh. lost one's, um, I don't know. Exhibit. What, exhibit. Well. Um, so clearly a different level of wealth than we will ever achieve. Oh, and so we were kind of, they were getting a private this tour. This wing is ours now. <laughs> so, so they were clearly getting a private tour. And um, we were kind of hovering, like, let's let's just kind of move in on this and, like, pretend we're with them and, and see how uncomfortable that gets. And So they had their own docent who told them everything about the, each yeah. each particular exhibit. Yeah, so we, we, had, we stumbled upon them when they were saying, you, you captured exactly the essence of what he wanted. Thank you so much. And they were very dressed yeah. to impress and everything. And then from there, they were kind of moving along with us. 
the rest of the day. And so we were kind of hovering, thinking, how, co- how can we like play I told Adrian the one thing I wanted to do is as he was explaining stuff, go like, that's nonsense. You know that's not true. Why are you feeding these people this? This is obviously blah, blah, blah. It's been, it's been talked about for decades. Uh, an, an idiot would know that. <laughs> and the other thing we noticed, what was prevalent in a lot of paintings, Adrian? Do you remember? They were always pointing at something. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, that's something. We, I've never noticed that in art, but if it's you, a lot of pointing. If pointing. you look around, I mean, and it was across and a lot all of creepy kids. Of, yeah, well, we knew that, but um, across different centuries, yeah. apparently, a lot of artists like to yeah, and paint the, people pointing. The kids all look like, oh, father, father, I just murdered someone, <laughs> and and uh, I'm awfully sorry. I'm going to murder you later, but um, please take my portrait now. And there's different angels in the Renaissance painters. They would put different kinds of angels that had different significance. Some were angels of death. Some were angels of, you know, like Cupid love type angels. Who cares? Like, it's kind of cool, yeah. I guess, at the time. I mean, at the time, that's all there was. So it was super cool back then. But right. now it's like we got. My preference is to look at art without anybody explaining anything to me. Right. Because I'm all about like colors and patterns and like just. Like, I like to look at a painting up close and be like, oh, my God, from back, this looks like a human. Up close, it's just oil. Mm-hmm. This oil put in the right, you know, painting in the right place. So, yeah, but once they start explaining it to me, it just gets lost on me. I'm so like, what is the most expensive work of art you think you have in your house? Hmm. Considering Adrian, you just probably bought shit tons of art. My, my, I just going to forewarn you. My answers are going to sound like complete bullshit, but they're all one hundred percent true. I hope so. (laughs) I think ours is. We bought thirty some years ago for when we got married. We bought one of those um, Disney. It's where they paint the cell. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. they used in an animation frame. Yeah, Yeah. animation frame. Um, and it's got the certificate and everything. It's probably worth. I don't know, four or five hundred bucks now. I've got some old stuff. I've got stuff that's probably 150 years old, but like it's not, it's a print from back in the day. So the only thing that makes it worth anything is probably the age of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's probably, I think, probably 500 bucks at most. You want me to go next, don't you? (laughs) Okay. So my grandfather um, was an organizational psychologist, he had a PhD. And he worked for uh, the Libyan government, and he did consulting work for their labor workforce in the 70s in, in their oil fields, which already, we, we're already got a total bullshit, right? Hold on, I need, a, I need, I need another map. <laughs> oh, I, so the, I, I think this Libya. is the uh, plot for Three Kings, the movie with George Clooney and Ice Cube, I, I think. It, Who was kidnapped? I know it sounds absurd. <laughs> okay, so he... he Back back then, like you could go buy stuff, like illicit, um, like I don't know what the word for it is, like artifacts and stuff. Like you could just buy it, you know, from you find a guy and he knows a guy and and, and he and he finds it for you and then you pay him. My grandfather made a lot of money for back then. He could buy a lot of this crap. Yeah. So I have in my house an oil lamp that is supposedly from an Egyptian tomb. Okay, and it's I put it in a Ziploc bag with a bunch of uh, desiccant so it doesn't get you know wet and it'll Mm -hmm. get ruined. And then I have an actual uh, like a six inch um, Egyptian like figure. It looks like sort of like uh, 
it, it looks like King Tut's sarcophagus. Like it's just like a guy standing there, you know, like that. And it's, and it, and he's got the Egyptian markings on him. And he bought that when he was in Libya. Now it, it also could be completely bogus stuff. I don't know. You ever but, thought about getting it checked out like a local university? Here's the thing. Everybody now wants to repatriate that stuff, uh, right? Yeah. And so, like, I, I wouldn't mind doing that because I, I don't care about the money so much. Like, if it's worth 5000 bucks, who cares? Right. So I, one day I probably will, like, maybe take it down to the Natural History Museum and say, is there anybody here that knows what this is? And it's not going to take it away from me? <laughs> they, they can. Honestly, they can as long as it goes back to the real right, okay. place it's supposed to go. Yeah, so that I have that's a couple things I have. I have some other stuff too, but that that's just a couple that I have. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I got a Disney uh, print. I know what I use. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm gonna talk about it. So okay. so we may have something that's worth money or not. Similar story. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna talk about it though. Um no, so stay tuned. <laughs> dum dum dum. So I have um I have a a monkey's paw. <laughs> a sketch. In our guest room, theoretically drawn by Drew Barrymore's grandfather, I think Lionel Barrymore, right? Yeah, yeah. famous actor. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I don't know if that's worth and anything. And then to the Lionel train. So I have they, I have a print of a sailboat that he drew. Okay, so this yeah. is a, this is an actual original. Right. Um, and the reason why I have it is uh, it's of Red Bank, New Jersey, where I was born. Gotcha. So my parents bought it when I was born, and they gave it to me. Um, so that may be worth something. Maurice Gordon. So it don't think we gr- still have it, do we? Yeah, it, uh, so I have it in oh. the furnace room. So it's not yeah. <laughs> it's not on display, but we have a piece of art. And he was an artist, so I don't know if that's worth anything. Yeah. And then there's a piece of art from my parents' house that I took, which... Stole. Um, I've seen, well, <laughs> yeah, somewhat. Um, re- it's, it's, re- it's an original, and yeah. I've, seen, I've seen similar styles of it um so i just think that you know they spent money on things like that so it might be worth something but the one that's worth the most in the house joe's gonna know is the celestial blowfish Mm. because it's priceless and it was something i bought for 75 dollars in the dominican republic i almost threw it out and joe wouldn't i think joe's painting the the Oh, actually that's no and then joe joe's original joe made an original so actually, I'll take that back. Joe's original in the yeah, house. Yeah, it is in the bathroom. That's a large... Yeah. My original is a large original, isn't it? It I mean, is that, a large original. A, Have you noticed... Effort. Do you know the piece of art that's Joe's original in our house? I Barry? know what you're talking about now. I didn't know it was Joe's. Yeah. Yeah, very nice, Joe. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. that was inspired by Pandemic. Yeah. So it's very meaningful. Yeah. I, I used to have a bunch of posters. <laughs> I was going to mention that. I was going to set you up, Andy. By Kozig. <laughs> he's, a, he's an artist who did a lot of like... Uh, alternative band posters in the 90s That's pretty cool and i had original prints that were signed by him That's pretty uh, cool. they go for somewhere about six thousand dollars a piece uh, i had like a hundred of them but adrian did they, did they get burned in a fire no they were rolled up into a corner in, a, in a, my basement and adrian said that's taking up too much room you need to get rid of them do you know how much stuff i see in the corners of your house now <laughs> Yeah, there's a box over there. Oh, well, I'm throw trying it to out. get him to toss most of the stuff in the house. Honestly, four guitars, and, and most of the art Except in our for house her, is like her trophies that that are in a couple boxes. I Those have to know. stay forever. Most of this art is from like you know Bed Bath and Beyond kind of stuff. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're tchotchkes. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was interesting. You guys got some cool shit. Yeah. When you guys come over, I'll make sure to point out my uh, Disney print. <laughs> Please do. Well, we have a dolly, the dolly repo too. That's in the kitchen. The what? We have a Dolly repo. Salvador Dolly. Oh. Not hello, Dolly. It's hello, not Dolly. Wor- it's not hello, worth anything. Dolly. We're not a little Dolly like, <laughs> Mama. 
It's not worth anything, but I love it. And it's called The Woman's Mind. Oh, yeah. No, mm. no, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, never could interpret that one. That's that's because you're a middle-aged white guy. Mm. All I can think about is going upstairs and getting more gin. I can get you some. That's no, my job. No, please don't. You're, everybody's... No, yeah. she's cool. She can go do it. <laughs> hey, uh, could you get me a little shot of that Angel's Envy while you're up there? Yeah, she's good while you're gone. Thank you, Adrian. I didn't mean for you to go up there. If you just bring down that Angel's Heavy, I'll just have a little more of it. It's really helping with my stomach issues. All right, let's talk about Adrian. So anyways, um, <laughs> can you believe she threw out all my posters? So what, what is that famous piece of art that she's not going to talk about? Yeah. Oh, I thought she was going to talk about something else, like uh, the china that we have. Oh, that's not art. No. Yeah. I don't know what she's talking about. She hasn't told me about it. Huh. I had an original 45 uh, record uh, that the police put out before Andy Summers was in the band. And that it was, I think I paid like 25 bucks for it back in the eighties. It's probably worth a little bit more than that now, but I, I always love that thing. And I, I don't have it anymore. Got ripped off. I had, I <laughs> had to set that up. I paid 25 bucks for it. It's probably worth more than that. Now. I had a, I had a ton of real rare vinyl that I sold yeah. that I should not have sold. Yeah. But Mine was baseball cards. I sold a shit ton of good baseball cards. Back Johnny in the bench day. rookie cards. Yep. That kind of stuff. I've got a Babe Ruth rookie card. Is that worth anything? What Babe Ruth rookie card? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Okay, there's a I'm, lot of those. I'm just gonna, Wagner. Adrian says it's taking up room in a corner, so <laughs> she wants me to throw it out. <laughs> so what are you doing there, Joe? Well, I had something to play, but I don't. Well, you know want to wait for Adrian? I don't know whether Adrian wants to play it or not. Yeah, let's wait. She, right. she's Can we hear some straight. highlights from the trip to North Carolina, uh, dude? We missed. Well, oh. We wish you could have been. I there. would have loved to have been there. We Next time, a great I'm in. highlight. Yeah. So, on the way down, they're like, oh, where are we going? We're going to Siler City. So, I'm Googling Thank like, you, Adrian. interesting facts about Siler City. Guess who's buried in Siler City? What state? North Carolina? Yep. Andy Griffith. Close. Really Goober. close. Goober. No. Barney Fife. No. Uh, fuck. Who? who oh. Uh, Pickles. Pickles. Andy Griffith pickles. Adrian wants me to pour some bourbon right Thank over you, the, the the roadcaster board. Come on, God. think of that show. Uh oh oh uh the barber Floyd the barber. Nope. Nope. Uh, Better. <laughs> this is a great game. <laughs> not not Goober. Nope. Not nope. Gomer Pyle. Gomer nope. Pyle. No. no, not Gomer Pyle. I would have even given you that if you said Goober. George Goober Lindsay, not George Goober nope. Lindsay. Nope. I thought I thought I guessed that one already. Uh. Ron Howard's not dead. Oh, Aunt B. Yes. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) So we find out Aunt B, um, who, by the way, was a very interesting person. She grew up in like New York City, went to Columbia, was like this elite, you know, elitist or whatever. New York City. She joins Vaudeville, vaudeville, (laughs) does her Hollywood career or whatever. And then she decides to retire to North Carolina because she likes the roads and the hills. And so she ends up in um, Siler City. City. So we're sitting at the brewery, and we're like, you know what? Let's find out where she's buried, and we'll go visit it. It was freaking seven-minute walk from the brewery. Seven-minute walk. Yeah. So we just walk to the brewery, and we get our picture taken by Aunt B's grave, which had a bunch of jars of pickles, because I guess she she made pickles on the show. I don't know. I yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Didn't pay much attention. <laughs> where is she from? Is she from there? No, she's New from New York, York City. She's from New York City. We're well, not listening to me, Barry. I just well, I, you said she lived in New York City. Yeah. No, she was born and raised in New York. Okay. Rich parents. 
And she just moved to Siler City. She did seem a little fancy for Mayberry. Yeah. It was great because we were, we were talking about when uh, my friend's co-owners uh, came in and we were like, oh, where is it? And he's like, oh, you know, it's like, it's up here. You know, you're not that far. But he's like, we're like, oh, we're going to walk there. And he's like, I wouldn't walk there if I were you. Like, it's a pretty big hill. <laughs> and we were yeah. like, what? So then I was thinking as we went walking, like, what are we getting into? And I was like, it was not a. It was, yeah, it was literally like a driveway. Yeah. He thought yeah, you guys it, were, you know. Yeah. What are you saying? City I'm, boy. Fat. <laughs> normies. Yeah. I thought you guys were normies. Yeah. But we get this picture taken. So Scott spends five minutes trying to set up his camera so he can do a timed <laughs> picture of the four of us. But in his defense, that was about uh, one one hundredth of the time he spent trying to play the movie Forty Three on the uh, TV. So we'll go talk, ahead. We'll talk about that later. Um, anyway, so we take this picture, and Andy and I instinctively look sad because we're standing by Andy Grave. And then so Scott sees that and he's like, oh, wait a minute. You guys are looking sad. He's like, I want to redo it. So then I haven't seen it yet. The, the, I haven't the, seen Scott's it Scott's interpretation of what sad looks like. Yeah. I, I bet you it's the same interpretation of Scott looking happy. <laughs> it looks yeah, basically exactly the same. <laughs> Scott angry. Yeah. Scott, you know, it's, gonna, it's the same. It's like, you know those uh, memes with Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah. It's Darth Vader mad. Yeah. Yeah. It's Scott would have the same expression. But that was... Is it an amazing story? Yeah. Fantastic. We went down so. to North Carolina, went to a brewery owned by a friend, and saw Aunt yeah. B's grape. So we got there Friday, went to a barbecue. It was fantastic. Like authentic. Um, like, authentic. they didn't serve booze. It was in the yeah. middle of nowhere. There was a bunch of underage kids serving us. Yeah. What is what is North Carolina barbecue like? Uh, well, they, are, they didn't just have vinegar base. They had, like, like six different sauces. Nice. Yeah, so it's yeah. nice. And, and, and actually, they gave you little cups of six different sauces yeah. and it's just like regular cooked meat that you could just decide what you want to put. That's in. right up my alley. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. And then uh, we spent, we got at the brewery at 8 a.m. Saturday morning. Thirsty Skull Brewery in Siler City, opening up a second location in Pittsburgh in another week. Uh, use code Blindsided <laughs> to get 10% off your first beer order. Um, so we got there at 8 because my friend Eric, our friend Eric, uh, was brewing a beer. And he said, if you guys want to come in early, you can help brew it. So we got to actually help with the brewing process. And uh, awesome. he was he kept being like, guys, beer's on the house until we open. And, but we were like, no, we want to we buy beer, right? Yeah, we yeah. wanted to help him out. Um, so then opened at noon. We spent five hours there drinking, having fun. And, God damn uh, it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go back. You guys suck. I'm going. We invited you. I know. I'm going next time. It was um, great. It was fun. We had a good time. Uh, Davey G went, uh, and it was hopefully, good. Hopefully Davey G goes and Scott goes next time, too. That'd be fun. They were both, you know, I come back, and Karen's like, how was it? How was everybody's travel companions? I was like, they're dudes. I mean, they were, <laughs> they're fine. I mean, like. Where did you guys stay? Uh, Airbnb, like oh, okay. three miles from the, the brewery, and it was a really nice Airbnb. I one mean, One bedroom? Oh no! Everybody snuggled up. We had three bedrooms. I wish. Oh, very nice. And uh, and it was great. It was on this huge property. There was like a there was a, a double wide trailer on the property, and there was like a another metal, like metal shed metal shed structure and stuff. And the instruction said, "I know you guys will probably not you guys, but I know you might feel tempted to go check out these structures, but please do not. They are not safe." And I was like, "That only makes me want to go check them out that much more." But we did not. We did not. Yeah. It was a it was a really good trip. I'm sorry you missed My it. My only the only thing I would change is the size of that fucking TV. 
they had a great room, like half the size of this, right? But it was a nice size room, like a bunch of great seating around it, like a fireplace. A little tiny TV. They had like a 30-inch TV on the That's wall. That's bull crap. <laughs> Especially nowadays. What's it, yeah. 300 bucks for a 60-inch TV? Yeah, and we had the, with the World Cup on, and I couldn't even see what's going on. And then Joe wanted to play this movie. He was like, man, have you ever seen movie 43, which I have? What is have it? Seen the movie? No. It's comedy. It's like an anthology-type comedy. Huh. It's like a sketch thing. Yeah. Okay, never heard of it. And he's like, you got to see it. You got to see it. And then he proceeded to... Unsuccessfully display it on the TV. <laughs> I was trying to, like, share it from my phone right. and, like, whatever. So fucking hard. So That's he, when you really He would try it, and share it. And the, the beginning of the movie oh, would come right. out it kept with a logo, and it would just start, and then it would it would crap out, <laughs> and then Joe would go, "I'm just, I, wait a second, I just got to do this. I and got this. It would do the exact same thing. <laughs> he must have done it thirty times at least. And each time it would add like five seconds <laughs> to the last time. And he's like, "Well, now I'll download it, and then it'll be fine." And then at some point we were like, <laughs> and everybody's like, "I'm going to bed. We're, we're just going to bed." <laughs> You've never seen movie 43? I've never even heard of it. I don't know where it is. It's star-studded. It's star-studded. The opening scene, it's just like little tiny skits, right? So the opening, or scenes, the opening scene is Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. She's going on a blind date. Somebody's hooking her up on a blind date. And and it's like, she's like, I don't want to go. It's just these things suck. And so she sees a picture, and it's Hugh Jackman. And like. Can't pass up Hugh Jackman. He's good looking. He's like a pediatrician, you know, and everything. So she's like, okay, I'll go. So they go to this restaurant and it's like cold out, right? And so he takes off his scarf. He's got balls hanging from his chin. Like male testicles. testicles. (laughs) And so it's just them sitting down to dinner and like Kate Winslet, like, like seeing these balls and like, she's like, oh my God. And then she's like, everybody's like, he's a regular at this restaurant. So they're like, oh, Mr. Jackman. They didn't call him Jackman, but like, you know, oh, I got you this vodka. And he's like, oh, thank you, Jonathan. And And she's looking at the waiter like. Do you not see, without saying it, she's like, do you not see the balls hanging from his? So they go through this whole thing where, like, he's eating soup and, like, a, a hair falls down from his <laughs> testicles into the soup. And, like, somebody comes over, like, who delivered his baby. And then he's holding the baby on his lap and his balls are resting on the baby's head. <laughs> it is the fucking funniest, especially because it's Kate Winslet. Wait, here was, the, here was the best part. We forgot. So after 30 or so times, Joe gave up and Scott's like, uh, well, I have my iPad. We could. I'll just put on my iPad, and we can all sort of watch it. Yeah. The iPad's the same size as the TV, anyways. Um, and, and Joe had pulled it up on YouTube. It gets to like halfway through the sketch, and that's it for the YouTube sketch. It, it's like done after three minutes, so you don't see the rest. Just like ah, oh, the rest of it is so funny. We're like, we're off. We're going to bed. We're anyways, done with you, Joe. So I think I have it downloaded on my phone. If you want to watch it later, let's watch it later. <laughs> But he's got like Cuban Gooding Jr. and like a bunch of other. Yeah. Uh, Randy, Qu- not Randy, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Um, yeah, it's got a bunch of people. Yeah, it's highly recommended. <clears throat> Before I forget, <clears throat> I know Joe's oh, yeah. looking to play something. I'm going to be looking to play something too. Um, <clears throat> that was the argument I made to Eric Swinderman about small screens. You know, he's, he says you have to watch films in, <laughs> in a movie theater. And I'm, I said, you know, if you if you put the your phone right up to your face, it's like it's like being in a movie theater. <laughs> I was good. I was replying to a <coughs> a uh, tweet about Cleveland sports on Sunday about the Browns. Congratulations to your Bengals, by the Thank way. Good game. Yep. And Eric Swinderman was the mm. very first person, uh, and and I thought he replies about, to every he he's a sports guy. Yeah. 
I we had a lot of great commentary in the car. We're like, someone needs to give Deshaun a hand. He can't. Oh yeah. He can't release the ball all by himself. Yeah. He's got yeah. so much pressure coming at him. He needs someone to help him. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Barry once made a song because before Christmas comes out, he made a song on the People's Proof. Uh, we had a bunch of songs. I should probably look them up at some point. But I don't think that episode of People's Root probably ever came out, right? Probably not. So, as some people may know, Barry likes his gin. <laughs> so, we did a look. We had a, we had a Christmas episode of People's Proof. And we all came up with songs and we sang songs. And this was Barry's. And I, I feel like now it'll reach the audience it needs to reach. I don't think Adrian knows what I'm going to play. Right? All right. No talking. <laughs> you know, I don't want a lot for Christmas, baby. There's just one thing that I want. I don't care about tequila. Even if it is Patron. I get notes of horse's ass from the stuff that's in your glass. Take mine for a spin. Suck it, Shimmy. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is gin. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about that whiskey. Bourbon's not the drink for me. Serve it with some tonic water Garnish with some lemon wheel You know how to make me happy You found my Achilles heel I get notes of horse's ass From the stuff that's in your glass Take mine for a spin All I want for Christmas is gin Or hang out for the guitar solo Gotta have it. Ooh, oh yeah. Melt your face off right there. Oh, this is it? That's my blistering guitar solo. You should talk over it like they normally do during it. Come on, baby. You know what I'm saying. It's gin for me. Were your fingers cramping up right here? I was so lonely <laughs> on Christmas. I got that gin though. Get me through. This is why he plays bass. <laughs> That's gold. That's Thanks. Amazing. Thank you very much. Very nice well done. job. And you didn't plagiarize anything on that. It was all your own recording, right? I, I, I yeah, I recorded yeah. and played all the music. Yeah. Yeah. It was not like somebody else's recording, right? Very impressive. It is. Inspires you to drink some gin. I heard Joe might have something for us, too. I do have something. And, um, so first of all, I should probably ask: Has anybody been watching the World Cup? I have yes. watched parts of the World Cup. Yeah, Barry. I watched the uh, American uh, games and a couple of others. Okay. So no, but get... I talk to my son every day. Yeah, um, so well, I he... get. I watch. Yeah, he texts me occasionally too. <laughs> Messi's doing all right. I... <clears throat> well, do you guys know the four teams that made the quarterfinals? Argentina. Yes. Ding. Croatia. Yes. Ding. Morocco. And I don't know the other one. Korea. Uh, 
South Korea. Hello, how are you doing? France? Yes, France. Oh, very nice. <laughs> oh, that was a great accent. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'm so scared I will not pick a side. So that explains why I've been hearing the words Francophile like a lot recently. From me? No, just, just in general. Yeah, Everywhere in general. I go, people are like, are you a Francophile? I'm like, what? No, I'm not a Francophile. If it I was- had to pick a team, it would definitely be France from those four. Really? Yes, for sure. I would what? Li- I would like you to see... Flaming I want to see Argentina. They can go get fucked. Boop. We always had those together. We got me thinking. I watched a lot of games. I just watched about every game. And they would play the national anthem before each game of both teams. Mm. So I got the four national anthems of those four teams. So I'm going to play them in order. And you tell me what you think the order is. Okay. So I'm going to play all four of them. I know Francis. Francis is very easy. That, that'll be the easy we'll one. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> I know them all by heart. So keep in your mind okay. the order of those four. Okay. All right, here we go. And then I got some trivia on the countries themselves. Great. Because we mean to educate. All right, here we go. Ready? <laughs> keep them to yourself till you're done. You get like 15 seconds. That's each. boring. So what do you think was the first one? <clears throat> what were the four countries again? Croatia, <laughs> Morocco, Argentina, Morocco, and that's going to be the hard one. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to... Go ahead. Croatia. I, I'm also saying Croatia. This is the first one. I'll go with Croatia. Final answer. All right, so you guys think Croatia? Yeah. All right. This is the second one. I have a guess for all four of them. I have a guess, too. I'll go second. That's Argentina? Argentina? Yeah. I think it's Argentina I do, too. Okay. Uh, I can tell you what I already think the third is. Morocco. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Which leaves France. Which Which leaves France. France. Did we get it right? Uh, You guys got one out of four. Holy crap. Yeah. Argentina. Really? I'm so stupid when it comes to national anthems. It's called the uh, National March of uh, Argentina. Uh, And then this one was Morocco. 
I can see that. That makes sense. Next is Croatia. And then next is Croatia. Never thought that would be Croatia. Yeah. And then France, we got right. Isn't it weird? Like, you see these people line up, and then, like, they play a song. It's like, ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Never. Interesting. Super interesting. That was a super interesting game. Thank you. Super interesting. And the fact that we all kind of aligned our thoughts. Yeah. Or everybody was very easily influenced one or the other. It's very racist. Um... (laughs) And then my next questions are about cities. Okay. All right. Um, do you guys know the most populous city in uh, Argentina? The Buenos Aires? That's what they want you to think. <laughs> but it's not that. It's not Buenos Aires. I don't know, though. I don't know too many cities in Argentina. You guys ever watch that movie... Um Starship Trooper. Yes. Oh yeah, with Denise Richards. Don't they don't they blast Buenos Aires in in that movie? Is the the bugs like totally destroy that city? I, didn't get, I didn't get past Dennis Richards. Right. Could Denise you just Richards. say Denise Richards again? Yeah. Dennis Richards. Dennis. Even Dennis, I would go for. Fun, fun fact: my one of my close friends is having an au pair. Is Denise Richards is having her au pair. New au pair is coming uh, in from Argentina. Like we next need that. Week. Uh, that's one of the things I want. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact is Buenos Aires, 15.3 million people, by the way. Wow. Um, do you know the capital of Morocco? You guys will never oh. guess this. Oh. I never, g- ever guess this. Really? It's, uh, Weren't we looking at going there recently? Barocco. Wasn't I trying to sell this it's to the inner Barocco circle? Barocco Obama. No. I didn't hear this one coming up. He's Irish. <laughs> is, what, do I, why do I... Kashmir? Is Kashmir in... Oh! No. That's from... India, Pakistan border, Kashmir. Tell us, Joe. Rabat. Oh, I I knew that. But what is the most popular city in Morocco, which we probably were thinking about going to? So, Moroccan cities. I'm sure I was looking at this. Frankly, oh, that's wrong. No, um, oh, 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 no, it's um. There's a song. Play it again, Sam. Play it again, Sam. What? Istanbul? Of all the damn places. What's the name of that movie? I can't remember. Of all the gin joints and something. There's a song. There's a song. Key Largo? No. There's a song, though. You're thinking of Copacabana. No. What is it, Joe? Casablanca. Casablanca. Damn it. I knew that. Casablanca. But I was. Wasn't I trying to sell this to the inner circle like two months ago that we should go to Casablanca? I was. That was one of of our I I didn't win the sales pitch, but. So uh, Croatia, capital of Croatia. (laughs) I'm going to recognize it when I hear it. I know I am. Zagreb? Oh, my God, yes. Oh, nice. Ding, ding, ding. That's worth like. That's worth 10 points. What country Croatia used to be part of? Yugoslavia. Very. Yeah. Yeah, Barry's on fire. And then lastly, the second largest city in France. Lyon. Mm. Apparently not Lyon. Um, Not Paris. Versailles? Versailles is like a suburb of Paris. I feel like it's going to be the name of wine of some sort. Well, there's Lyon, but... Ponce. Nice. Nice. <gasps> no. Damn it. Nice is in 
Italy, isn't it? No? It's Marseille. Marseille. Mm. Marseille, yeah. And then finally, I'm going to give you the the most populous to least populous country, and you tell me the order. 67.5 million people. 37.34 million people. No, wait. 45.8 million people. 67, 45, 37, 3.8. What's the most populous country? Argentina. The most populous? Most populous country. France. Argentina. Tiebreaker, or are you going for third? Hold on. I'm just going back through the list again. 6.7, or six, um, 67, I'm going to go with France. It is France. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Argentina. Argentina would be second. What are the four countries again? Morocco, Argentina, <laughs> yes, and Croatia. Yes, Ar- definitely Ar- Argentina. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Mm. Then Croatia, then Croatia, Morocco. Croatia, then Morocco. See, I was going to go flip-flop on that one. Yeah, well, it's one or the other. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. It is Morocco, 37 million. I can't Croatia, believe there's that many people in Morocco. Croatia only has 3.8 million people. Lies! I've been to Croatia, and I know I met more than 3.2 million people. As much as I hate to admit it, I am impressed with how Morocco can actually make the semifinal or whatever of the World Cup. I hope they do. For such I, a small country. I hate France. Well, so my brother, is he's you know always for the underdog, and he was saying that this is the first like locally trained... Um, African coach who's ever ended up in the World Cup. So he's really... Morocco. From Morocco, yeah. right? So it's usually been a European coach that's been then coaching um, African teams. So he's he's rooting for Morocco, yeah. which I thought was kind of a nice story. On the other hand, Dominic was very passionate against Morocco, and I'm not sure why. Well, it's so. got to be oh my God, <laughs> something to do with politics. <laughs> i got to text him. i got to so find gotta out why. There's got to be something going on right now. I'm going to text him right now. All right, folks, we're at an hour. Do we want to keep going or we want to wrap it up? Hold on. I want to what about Craigslist? I know. That's why <laughs> I'm asking. We have to do Craigslist. Right. Okay, two quick things about Craigslist. No, don't make it quick. I'm going to come up with do. a song to, to Kisses on my list for Craigslist. I don't have anything like perverted from Craigslist. Uh, it's just stuff that I was surprised. Shimmy, to sorry. <laughs> no, I, I do have a shimmy thing from good, Craigslist, good. actually. The first thing I saw on Craigslist was an ad that says, Protesters Needed. Ooh. That, those are a thing now. Fucking, yes. Fucking Biden. <laughs> How much do I get paid to protest? So I always assumed, perhaps naively, that these protests were organically grown and like people just show up because they're passionate about the issue, right? Uh, Barry, I'm going to tell you something right here. And that is, by the way, real quick. <laughs> I real quick here. I don't want this is inter, this is yeah, very entertaining. I just texted Dom, why would we not want Morocco to beat France? And he replied in like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Morocco is a French colony, right? It, it is only finals week at Georgetown. Because Morocco is, is actually fine. the last remaining colonial power in Africa. Now I'm gonna reply, is that bad question mark? I agree yeah. with Dom and I'm so glad he brought that up. I say you know, up the communists. I mean, the colonialists. Yeah. Oh, he sends me a picture of like where it is in the country. Yeah. I know where it's at in the country, Dom. No, you didn't. Yeah, it's on the west. I'm <laughs> glad. I'm so glad that Dom brought that up because the colonies. You know, if they can actually kick the ass of the colonial powers that created them, then I say that's great. 
All right, I'm going to mute right, Joe's Bluetooth. Um, anyways, go ahead. Okay. Continue. Sorry, go ahead. We're giving you some bonus because uh, <laughs> we missed uh, this week. Yeah. Protesters we needed. I was shocked by that. Yeah. Okay, so it says, we need protesters for a small event this coming Wednesday, December 14th at 12 noon. If you are available, email your name and contact info. You'll be paid the same day. And it was like 12 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Better than you get being an extra in a movie. That's a good point. Did you never know there was such a thing, Joe? Well, I mean, I always heard like, you know. Uh, when you watch Fox News. Well, yeah. <laughs> then Occupy Democrats. It's like. I, I only watch OAN Plus. I figure they're all Antifa. Antifa. <laughs> all Antifa. Analapa. What's wrong with being anti-fascist, Joe? What's wrong with that? I don't know. Ostamica. Ostama. Hey, Dom. Is anti-fascist bad? Yeah. I'd actually see his response to that if he gets emotional or if he's just... I would. He's got finals, Joe. Yeah, he's giving me some stuff, but I don't want to take away from embarrassing. Go ahead, Joe. No, I'm saying that's a pretty good price. 12 bucks an hour? Yeah. I'd take it. I'd do it. It depends on the issue. like oh, Especially right. if I could play a character. <laughs> I, don't I don't care which side of the issue I'm uh, playing a character on. I'll take the 12 bucks. Right. Yeah, fair if, enough. If I, I can go out there and be fair like, enough. you know. You have a sign that you flip. Right. Like, I agree. I totally disagree. I agree. I totally disagree. Goddamn right. <laughs> Goddamn left. I don't care. <laughs> okay. 12 bucks. So moving on from the protesters needed. Second one is guys with big feet. Right, that's right up Shimmy. Shimmy. Yeah, exactly. Shimmy could be getting rich right now. Guys with big feet, $150 per gig. Wow. How big is big? Size 13 plus. Oh, damn it. it. So close. (laughs) What do you have to do? Reply to add with age, height, weight, race. Mm, He's a racist. Yeah. So he doesn't want a certain kind of feet. And no picture of your feet against a ruler? And foot size. Okay. Mm. That's it. No, I would, no picture. Joe, you're smart. I would want that picture against the ruler. If I was a foot guy, I'd want the picture. Yeah. Like, yeah, show me your feet. And then I don't need you to come over anymore because I got my picture. Have you guys ever seen a picture of Shaq's feet? Yes. Shaquille O'Neal's feet? I'm going to no, want they big. Joe, oh, it's... I'm going to one up you. He... he <laughs> He wears like size 27 shoes or something like that, but he has a big toe that's like about the size of your head. Have you ever seen a, have you ever seen a picture of Taylor Swift's feet? No. Does she have huge feet? She's got fucking huge feet. They're like fucking clown shoes. Really? Yes. When she sings that song, I Knew You Were Trouble When You Walked In, she's talking about herself. <laughs> I would like to see Taylor Swift's feet. Yep. Are you going to sh- Adrian who, showing. Whose feet are you looking at right now? Just, all you got to do is Google wait, Taylor wait, Swift go big feet. Go back. Right, oh, are you looking up Shaq? Up a little bit more. No, the other way. That, that picture right there. Holy shit, those are some big ass feet. You looking at Taylor Swift? Yeah. Yeah, I told you. It's not, it's not a lie. It, it's a thing. Sorry, we had to take a break while Barry vomited into our bucket. No offense, Taylor. <laughs> now I know why no one wants to date you. Sorry. But Taylor, if you want to come on the podcast, willing to have you and talk about your feet. But she's kind of tall. I mean, don't tall yeah. girls have, they have to have big feet to like keep them stable? I guess. Good point, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 
What else you got, Barry? That's it for Craigslist. That's it? That's it for this week. All right. We had a very, very good show. I missed you guys terribly. Great to be here. Yeah. I, I really, at points during our trip, I was like, man, if Barry was here, it would just be complete, right? I would have loved to have been there. And so, uh, my wife too, of course. Sorry, <laughs> we're sorry I forgot to tell you we were leaving. Barry. It's untrue. It's yeah, untrue. Golds, I, was, I went out with Goldstein's last week and they're like, so you weren't invited? I'm like, no, I was invited. Yeah. Because then at some point, Adrian was like, you invited Barry, right? And I was like, yeah, I invited Barry. And I'm like, oh my God, I did invite him. I know I did. But now, then she had me second guessing myself. I was like, why wouldn't you want to come with us and hang out? What do we do? I th- my initial thought when you invited me was like, I, I'm going to miss like two of my daughter's basketball and or soccer no. games and there's no way I can do that. No, you shouldn't. And it turned out she had nothing. Well, let's just say <sighs> in the future, we all have to do whirly ball. That's a good point. We have to do the VR and we have to go back to the brewery. Yeah. Joe, you will enjoy that. And we have to watch movie 43. And we have to watch movie 43. Um, so we're going to try and keep on a schedule of every week, but things holidays. are sort of crazy around the holidays. Um, I know Dakota has requested to come on the podcast. Um, for sure. And I know Dominic will want to, so we can, we can work them in. Um, but we will try and get back on schedule. Sorry. I know some of our fans are pissed. We missed this week. (laughs) I know, but we're going to do better. We're going to be better. I look at it as we just came off a bye week and we just knocked it out of the park. We did. Uh, I don't know what the change, the missing element that made it better (laughs) might've been. Yeah. What could that be? I don't know. Um, but, uh, We'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs)